Welcome, everyone. This is Betska, the Guru Coach, welcoming you to Mindful Leadership Beyond Borders with my wonderful co-host, Raj Vashist. And our guest today is Robert Party, who is living all the way in the romantic country of Italy in the town called Puglia. Not spelt that way, but that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually spelled P-U-G-L-I-A. You go, oh, my God, I really got the pronunciation wrong on that one. Um, anyway, Robert, great to have you here. Uh, Robert is a very accomplished man. He's a, a speaker, professional speaker, uh, a trainer. He's a transformative life coach and an author of many books. Uh, he's written uh, Chasing Life, which was a memoir to his uh, wife, uh, Timby Tale, Possibilities in Action, and Grief Sucks. So we've got lots to talk about here, Robert. Um, but let's start with that possibility in action, which is your ethos, because that appears to be your passion. Tell us about that and how it came about and how you help people with it. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you both for having me and dealing with my lighting situation, which we were laughing about before. It is the <laughs> evening in Puglia. So, um, but anyway, so possibly in action, it's, it's actually a great question because it's the way I've been living my life for as long as I can remember, but I didn't have a name for it. So really what underlies possibility in action is all about intentionality, conscious choices, really identity shifting as well. So I'll give you, I'll go all the way back, the back, back story. So I grew up with an abusive alcoholic dad and it was not the best of situations as you can imagine. So as a child, one, when I got strong enough to fight back, I was able to change some things. That was one of the actions, let's say. But it was more thinking, okay, how do I get out of this situation? So I wound up becoming an investment banker, not out of passion, but I was really good at math and I wanted to make a lot of money so I could be really far away from my family, basically. So, you know, I, I, grew, I grew up with, you know, Ronald Reagan, Gordon Gecko, Dynasty in Dallas. So therefore money was the savior of everything, right? So um, it was fueled by anger. So this is what I really learned as my journey progressed. So, you know, I did take action to bring possibilities into my life. I did assume the identity, right? I could have been the victim with my dad being who he was. Yes, yes. But I chose to be the superhero as as a young kid that I was going to overcome this, which is the negative side of resilience if you want to get into that, because I don't think we understand resilience, to tell you the truth. So, but I was able to overcome. And then I meet my wife. She's 17. I was 19. I basically said, absolutely not. I want to be single because I didn't have a great role model as, you know, a loving couple. Right. So I'm like, no, I want to be by myself all alone, make a lot of money. And yeah, within a couple of weeks, basically, she just got me. (laughs) And um, I proposed to her on her 18th birthday. And we just, we had an amazing life and she taught me the power of love and to come from the space of love and abundance instead of anger and fighting against. Mm -hmm. Then 
at the height of our everything. She was doing an MD PhD. I just received my MBA from Columbia University. I was recruited by the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority as their youngest portfolio manager. And she was diagnosed with late stage breast cancer right before her 30th birthday. Oh, dear. Yeah. And so, of course, life turns upside down. But, and this is, this is what I tell everyone as well, if you think about it, you really have to sit down and you have to think, can you say you're happy with yourself? Can you say you love yourself? Because if you can, you have to thank everything. And in that moment, I had such gratitude for my father. Because if it wasn't for the way I grew up, I wouldn't have had the skills to deal with the situation with my wife, who she was the one, she was in medical school. And she said, Robert, I know enough to be dangerous to myself. I don't want to speak to the doctors. I need wow. you. I need you to take care of it. I just want to show up as a patient and get my treatment. That went on for 11 years because it, the cancer just never went away. And um, in that period of time, this is the transition for me. I learned a lot about passion, purpose, um, surrender. What I will say is I learned that purpose is when passion comes in alignment with your values and you want to give the results away. It's not for a gold star. And I was doing everything for my wife. I left my job. I stopped seeing my friends so we could see her friends because I knew her time was running out and I wanted her life to be full. In that moment of time, I became a life coach without knowing it. And she became the founding director of palliative care at New York Hospital with metastatic breast cancer. Wow, look at that. So she was, an, uh, she was an amazing woman. We were an amazing couple. So when she passed away and I realized... I died with her. Again, I dipped into the possibility and action little bucket that I had, right? To look at my, this, this toolkit I had and identity shifting. And I said, okay, part of me has died. As I'm reconstructing who I am, what can I bring forward? What do I miss about the guy that was her husband? And I missed supporting her. And I realized- oh. Wow. That's a life coach. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's how I became a life coach. And that's how I wound up starting to write books and everything else. So possibility in action is understanding that first of all, without action, possibilities remain in the land of wishing. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. they're never going to happen. That's right. Yes. Second to set out in action. You have to know who's setting out in action. And it's not who you are today. It's who you want to be because those things that you're taking action for are also something that's outside your, your zone at the moment. And so you have to put that identity on. I always joke, you know, we all talk about Clark Kent being Superman. Actually, Superman pretended to be Clark Kent. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so... That's where the whole identity thing came in and identity shifting. And so then I said, okay, well, you know what? The identity I want is a guy that set out on some crazy adventure after his wife died and lived life because he learned it was very short and watched a woman achieve her dreams. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to leave finance. I'm going to leave everything. I showed up in Italy. 
didn't speak the language, didn't have a place to live, didn't know anyone, didn't have a job, with two suitcases, and I said, okay, what's next? And my focus, the possibility and action focus was not on what if I fail. I evaluated that. Worst thing in the world, I was going to have to go live with my mother. Trust me, <laughs> at my age, living with my mother would have been the worst case scenario. Um, <laughs> and I, I tease her about that all the time. But the other side of that is, what if I'm able to pull it off? And I started teaching English for $8 an hour until I got my coaching certificate. Wow. And here's the other thing about possibility in action and the mindset I would love your audience to take away. That $8 an hour was not a sacrifice. It was an investment in the future I was running towards. Carrying all that stuff from my wife where she didn't, uh, of course, at the end, she knew what was going on because her body was giving out. But that was not a sacrifice. That was a gift I could give her. So it's the shifting of obligation and opportunity and sacrifice and seeing that, wait a minute, we can, reframing, you know, it is a little weird because we are sort of telling ourselves to think something differently, but where do thoughts come from anyway? We have no idea, right? So it's not like the thought that shows up in our head has been, you know, given from the divine saying, this is the only way you can think. We have not been built in an unbreakable mold, so we should be able to change our thoughts as well. And therefore, um, I said, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to look at all these things as investments from my economics background until I get to where I want to go. And then I built possibility in action and have the life I have now, which is, I have to say, I sometimes I look and I can't believe how blessed I really am regardless of the fact that unfortunately my wife passed away, but yeah, um, yeah. I have a blessed life. Mm, wonderful. Why Italy? I'm curious about why Italy. Oh, so, okay. So why, why Italy? So first of all, I'm an <laughs> Italian blood, Italian descent, but ah. um, so oddly enough, my wife spent her last birthday in Italy and India. So I never thought I would come back to Italy. We spent a lot of time in but she would always say to me, she was like, you're, you're at your best when you're in Italy. Like she oh. said, I was, I was relaxed and I was just, I was just me. And so that kept me just playing in my head. And I, there were two things I said, well, one, I know if I move to Italy and I have Italian blood, I can opt for citizenship. It's a lot easier when you're in the country. And I think there was also this way of managing my grief that there was this real crazy identity shift well i can have a different nationality and i can speak a different language and i will be somebody that's not the widower you know like there was this really di weird dynamic so italy made the most sense and so i decided to come to italy for one of my birthdays after she passed away and i was supposed to be in italy for two weeks and i stayed for two months and said no this has to happen. I don't know why. Um, it's it's giving me something at the moment that is lifting me and it's amplifying me. Because if we wanted to have another discussion, we, we, sh we need to discuss um, things that amplify and drain us because we have to be very cognizant of that because we have a limited amount of energy. And especially in business, if we are 
dealing with things that drain our energy, that's where burnout comes from. But if we're dealing with something that's amplifying us, if we're giving 10%, even if we're only getting back 1%, we're still replenishing the well with something. And so we have to focus on that amplification, but that's for our whole life. Yes, absolutely. Robert, thank you. Um, uh, we'll, we're going to take a pause and we're going to be coming back and, and we're going to be discussing grief. I think Robert... <laughs> 